0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 395, air date October 27th, 2018.
1: campaign 2018 special. The Massachusetts Senate debate starts right now. Good evening, and welcome to the WBZ Senate debate here on TV 38. I'm John Keller, political analyst for WBZ. Let's welcome the candidates in tonight's debate. Let's begin our debate. Is your opponent's character an issue in this race?
0: One minute. John, on that question on integrity, I believe the founders of this country established two important values. One was rule of law and meritocracy. The latter meant that you work hard and you reap the seeds that you sow and the former was that you play by the rules. My life has been all about that, John. I came here as a legal immigrant, went through the public school systems of New Jersey, worked very hard, had my own lawn mowing business, played baseball, came to MIT, did four degrees, started seven different companies. And my entire life has always been about achievement and playing by the rules versus both of these people. One of them is a fake Indian. She lied to get into Harvard, claiming she was Native American. And the other person still continues to lie that they are the Trump chairperson. And they in fact doctored a Photoshop picture with Trump. I don't think that's what this country is about. This country wants people who tell the truth and work hard. And that's what I'm about. Thank you, John.
1: Uh, this comes from and in Billerica who points out that on November 6, voters will be asked if they want to repeal a state law that requires any establishment with separate areas for men and women, such as restrooms, to allow access for people, quoting the ballot question now, consistent with their gender identity, end quote. A no vote ends that legal requirement. A yes vote keeps it. Our viewer wants to know, how will you vote? For
0: the question on question three, which is a bathroom bill. Look, I think this question really brings up the fundamental issue. There are many issues like this one that should not even be decided by legislators like career politicians or lawyer lobbyists. I'm actually thrilled that this issue is on the ballot because people should decide. Look, there are some communities of people may be absolutely fine with someone who's saying that they are male today and they're female and want to go into a locker room because of the consensus and culture that they share. And other communities may be alarmed at that and concerned so first of all i'm glad that this is on the ballot in fact i'm a proponent of using innovation to make sure more and more issues like these go to a direct democratic model and there's many new technologies that are coming out that'll decide that so that's my position on the bathroom bill thank you
1: Rachel Rollins, the Democratic nominee for Suffolk County District Attorney, has stirred up some controversy by listing a series of crimes, including shoplifting, malicious destruction of property, and drug possession with intent to distribute that she would not prosecute as DA, seeking instead, by her account, to save money and ease the court system logjam by, quote, diverting those cases to services to get them help or some sort of restitution. quote Our viewer Patrick wrote in to ask is she right or wrong
0: This is a very important question truly about the high incarceration rates particularly of minorities poor blacks and poor whites in this country The 13th Amendment left a big gaping hole to use criminals as slaves Both of these people actually support slavery, the fake Trumper and the fake Indian. The fake Indian, by the way, lied to get into Harvard. Nothing happened to her, that's criminal behavior. She actually endorsed Hillary Clinton who got a ton of money from the private prison lobby. And over here, the fake Trumper, he actually was expelled from high school. He actually committed grand theft stole jewelry from a woman nothing happened to him he's a failed sil- science salesman he's basically your typical white boy rich white boy where he's never had to pay for any crimes both of these people furthermore support charlie baker whose son molested a woman on an airplane was not arrested no mug shot so what we're really talking about is we have one law for the elites they get to get away with murder and all sorts of crimes and a different issue for everyday working people black or white and this private prison system was set essentially to profit both of them the democratic party gets the lobbyists and the republican party drives people into the private prison system to become slaves what i would do as your next u.s senator is i would uh file legislation uh, to amend the 13th amendment to take out that gaping hole we should not be supporting slavery at any level i appreciate you asking that question john
1: to talk about what, you're gonna, what your top priority is going to be in the Senate in the new session to fix our immigration system. Go ahead.
0: Immigration is extremely important to the fabric of this country. I came here as a legal immigrant with my parents, my father came here first because he had the qualifications of an engineer. We had to wait about a year. Then my mom came, she was a mathematician. At that time, and this was in 1970, we had to submit all sorts of reference letters to get in. So I really honor coming to this country on what I call a merit-based program. Now the reality is that the enforcement part of the US government is the executive branch, which is a president, and the president's job is to enforce existing immigration laws. The legislative branch is supposed to actually create laws. The truth is neither Democrat or Republican really wants to solve the immigration problems in this country. The Democrats have profited Uh, by exploiting illegal immigration and the Republicans have equally profited. The Democrats have profited by votes. The Republicans have profited by an inflated stock market, which is essentially based on exploited labor. If we truly want to solve immigration, what we need to do is to ensure that Congress doesn't leave the next session until they hammer it out. And that policy should really go in the following method, I believe. First, let's take and really support a policy of true merit-based immigration which really strengthens America. The second part is for all the illegal immigration that did take place, I believe that anyone who has worked for 10 years, really contributed to this economy, they should be put on a path to legal immigration. Now they can't cut in line, they gotta go at the bottom of the line. And all of those people who've done criminal acts, they should be sent out of the country. But now you can have variations of that. But the truth is that neither of the establishment parties really want to address immigration. And as an independent senator, I will force them to do that. And I will use a Senate uh, senatorship as a bully pulpit to make sure that they do do that. Thank you.
1: It's been 13 years since the last time Congress voted on a money-saving military base realignment and closure round, and pressure has been building for another round of it. The late Senator John McCain was calling for one before he passed away. Do you support or oppose a review of what we're doing with our defense dollars, even if it meant Massachusetts jobs might be at risk? One minute, please.
0: The defense of a nation is extremely important not only to its survival, but also its long long-term growth. I believe in strong borders to ensure no enemy can ever assault the United States of America. However, I do not believe in starting wars to profit the military machine of the defense contractors. You know, President Eisenhower in his 1961 Farewell speech, he warned us all of the collusion between the military-industrial complex in the 70s Senator Fulbright warned us all of the collusion between the military industrial academic complex. That triangle profits from war and profits from all sorts of wars that we don't even need to be involved in. I'm a proponent that if we really wanna address jobs, and by the way, the Republicans and Democrats always make us choose between defense and jobs. It's a it's it's wrong choice that we never really, in fact, need to make. You know, MIT alumni created 33,000 businesses, which generates still to this day, 2 trillion uh, revenue to the GDP or $2 trillion in GDP every year. So it's innovation that creates jobs, not supporting wars in other countries. The fake Indian's entire lobbying force is filled with defense contractors. And the fake Trumpers campaign manager is a Saudi lobbyist who profited from misleading veterans to support Uh, a a new bill that would violate the rights of 9-11 families. So both of these people don't give a damn about real defense. They only give a damn about their survival as career politicians and lawyer lobbyists. And that's why I believe that we should really focus on innovation so we don't have to choose between defense and jobs.
1: And that concludes this evening's debate. A quick reminder before we leave, election day is Tuesday, November 6th please get out and cast your vote a final thank you to the candidates thanks to all the hard-working people at WBC who made this possible and thank you for watching